What up, what up? This is your main man, Leo, here to tell you, actually not me, Leanne, to tell you guys a spooky, scary story, because you guys got this! <laughs> Hello! So, it's that time of the year, October, with spookiness and scary stories, so you sit around the campfire. Ooh. Well, I'm going to take you back about 20 years now to some crazy experiences I had while working at Inland Center Mall. So... True story, guys. Oh, these are true... Okay, these are true stories. Like, these are stories I have literally told for 20 years because they were scary and vivid and crazy. So... Okay, we'll start out with this one. So I worked, I started off at the mall um, working at Hallmark. And then I worked at a store called KB Toys and another one in the store in the mall. And mall security would see me all day long, right? Everywhere they would go, there I would be because I was at the mall all the time working one of my three jobs. And so they offered me a job. And I thought, what a great idea because I want to be a cop. So it'll be a stepping stone. I'll do mall security, I'll move to law prevention, and then become a police officer. That was my goal forever. So, of course, I accepted the job. Well, I was young and single. I didn't have any kids. And several times they needed me to work the night shift by myself. And the night shift was from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. And it was just one person on duty. Now, it may be different now, but this was 20 years ago. So, I said, sure, no problem, like, not a big deal. And I did that off and on for quite a while, actually. And one of the times that I was working, I was sitting in the in customer service, which at the time was literally a booth in the middle of the mall. and. Just doodling on some paper, you know, this was way before cool uh, phones. I had a phone that had snake on it, but you would get tired of playing snake. So I would, you know, doodle on some paper or read or who knows what. I was sitting there and I had my head down. All of a sudden, it, and I think this was like in the middle of summer, so it was definitely not Christmas time. All of a sudden, the mall went from being quiet and as quiet as what I mean by quiet is not having the people in it because the mall was never silent because different stores had music that would run all night and there was soft music that would play. So there was always some type of sound, but this was a different sound. This was a sound of literally what you would hear in the hustle and the bustle of the holiday season you could hear christmas music and people's voices just everywhere surrounding me so i put my head up i'm looking around i see nothing i see no one i'm just sitting there like kind of in shock thinking to myself am i really hearing this am i am i hearing these sounds and just this right because it was such an eerie, uncomfortable feeling. 
It scared me, of course. And as you will see in the theme of my stories, I got up and I ran away. <laughs> I, I, the corridor right across the way was where our office was. I ran all the way to the office, locked myself in the office, and I stayed there the rest of the night. So when my replacement came in at six o'clock in the morning, I didn't say anything to him. You know, he was an older gentleman. He was a retired cop and he was just bored. So he was such a nice guy. I loved him so much. And he, he came in. I didn't say anything. I just left it at that, said, okay, I'm on my way home and whatever. And for quite a while, I actually kept all of these incidences to myself because for one, I honestly did not want to be made fun of or, you know, everyone thinking that I'm just stupid and or making these things up. So that was that incident. Very short, very brief, very uncomfortable. So then take me to another day and I, we would drive around in what's called the mobile unit, which is the, you know, the vehicle that you drive around the mall and you know, pr- you know, protect the parking lot. I was going from area 18 or area 20 into area 18, which was located in the bottom level of, at the time was the Harris department store, Harris got shocks department store. And at two o'clock in the morning, all of the lights go off in the parking lot. So it goes from just a little bit of light to extremely dark if there's no moon or little moon and I was driving around and we would turn on our high beams because yes sometimes people would be in the parking lot or crossing it on their bikes or walking around um, on East Street there uh, right outside the mall was a very busy street and the buses would come so there was a lot of traffic sometimes in the in the, the nighttime so I'm driving along and I'm actually talking on the phone to, yes, I was talking on the phone and driving. This was before. Um, but I was talking to this girl named Stacy and she also worked with me. All of a sudden, literally in front of the vehicle is a man on a bicycle. I 100% hit this man on the bicycle right i'm on the phone with her i start screaming because i'm like panicking i throw my phone down on the seat i jump out of the car because i'm thinking i have literally just hurt somebody on a bicycle as i'm driving and i wasn't driving fast but still i get out it's very dark i don't see anybody so i'm looking around i'm in panic mode and I'm looking under the vehicle so I get out my mag light and and again just standing there and I'm looking under the vehicle and I'm going all around it in circles because there is no way that I did not hit this man like he literally was in front of me let let me ask you let me ask you this Leanne when you hit him did you feel like the bump that that you went over somebody did you feel the impact did you feel any of that stuff I didn't and then but he was literally in front of the car. So just naturally it was, I hit him because there was no way for him to have moved out of the way in time for me not to hit him. And if so, he would have been right there somewhere because it, it was, it happened so quickly, right? 
So mm -hmm. I did not feel any bump. I didn't feel that, or I just didn't notice because I was so panicked. So I got out and I'm looking, I'm searching. I get my phone. I'm, I'm freaking out. I'm telling her, I said, I hit somebody. I hit somebody. I'm, and he's nowhere to be found. And I had seen him, um, clearly and nothing. So I stayed out there for a very long time looking. I was crying. I, I was only 19, so I was really young. And I just remember being so upset that I wasn't sure what happened, right? But then I kind of thought, okay, she was like, you know what? It has to be, it has to be craziness. Like, it has to be, right? Mm -hmm. So, I again, I got in the vehicle. I drove back to the office. I locked myself in the office again. <laughs> Eventually, I stopped working the night shift, but, so, I will bring you to a third story. This will be my third and final story, and then I will wrap it up with how I came about hearing all about, about this. So, many, many years ago, and now, if I explain them all to you now, I don't even know what's at that end of the mall, but it's closed. I think it's a kid play area now, but underneath that kid play area, used to be an arcade, a laser yep. tag arcade. I remember arcades. Yes, yep. and even when I started, it was already closed down. So I don't know how long it has been closed down when I started, but it was very dark down there, very black, because it was a laser tag place. And I was walking the, the mall one evening, again, alone, and you get used to the mall sounds, and that's what everyone used to call them, the mall sounds. You get used to the way the doors sound when they open and shut, and the music from the stores. And if anybody was in the mall, we would have to sign them in and out. So we knew who was there overnight, working on stores or doing construction, whatever it may be, maintenance guys. So they all had to come in and out through me, and then always, you know, I would let, I would lo lock them in. So you get used to all of the things, right? Well, I'm walking back and forth from the food court to the other side of the mall. And this mall, it's in California, it's in San Bernardino. It's not a very big mall. So when I get about center, center court, which is again where customer service sat and where all of the crazy Christmas sounds happened and the hustle and bustle that one time, I'm, I get about mid-court and I hear a baby crying. What? Yes. A, 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 like distinct, a baby is crying. So I'm walking around and looking and thinking to myself, well, maybe somebody came in from a back door, which everyone knew if they were in the built, if they were in the mall, they had to let us know for these reasons, you know, just so you know. But I'm walking through the mall and I'm walking towards, which at that time was the Harris Company. And it gets louder and louder and louder. And the... The arcade, you used to have to go down some stairs to get to, and it just had a railing around the top. When I got to that railing, I could just hear it so loud. No way. But none of the stores have anybody in them. I'm looking, I'm calling out, like, 
you know, at this point I had been working in the mall quite some time. So you, you, you start to learn who works in all the stores, who the managers are, because you have to interact with them quite often. So I'm calling out like people's names to see if anyone responds to where I, I'm hearing this sound from, which at the time, I have a good memory. At the time, it was called the Islander, which the Islander was a surf skate shop. And this was in the late 90s, early 2000s, um, when they had this shop. And yeah, what time did all this happen? Like, time-wise, like... Okay, so this actually happened over about a three or four month period of time. No, I'm talking so about like... it didn't like... all happen right away. It happened in... I believe 2000, all in 2000. I had started working law security the day after Thanksgiving, 99. And I only worked night shift for about six months. So I was a little ways in, like a month or two into night shift when I, the first thing happened, which was the Christmas noises and stuff. Yeah. What time? And the bike situation happened. What time at night shift was it? At night? Yeah. What time was it? Like oh, at- it was always like after after between like one and four in the morning. No way. Everything happened between like one and four in the morning when I was literally the only person in the mall by myself. Oh yeah, and, at that time. You know, it's a big place to be alone and to be. Okay, no offense to girl, like I was just alone, you know, when I was young. And uh, so, so I hear this, I hear this baby crying, right? I hear the baby, I hear the baby. I don't see anything, I get all creeped out. And then I had what, what somebody has told me lately is called the holy shivers, right? So you get the hair on your body stands up, you get this very uncomfortable feeling and I just literally ran my ass back to the office for the third time. Okay. Damn. And actually, I have a story from the Queen Mary I could add as well. But this is my last small story. So I flash forward probably a good month and a half. After that, I told my boss, I'm not working night shift anymore. I don't want to. I don't like it. It's not happening. I didn't tell him why. I just said, I don't like it. I don't want to be here by myself. And he said, okay then. So I didn't do it. Months later, I'm working the day shift and I'm standing around that balcony, around the the railing, talking to two of the older gentlemen who had actually been on mall security a while and were much older than me. I was 19. They had to have been in their time 45, 50 years old. One of them was the retired cop who actually just happened to be working the day shift, which hardly ever happened. And then another gentleman. So we're talking and I don't remember how the conversation came up, but I brought up the person on the bike, right? So they had all worked night shift as well. They had experienced the same thing. The person on the bike. What? They had never experienced the sound of the Christmas, whatever, but they also had heard the baby cry. Oh, so they said, they told me the stories to these, these encounters. They said that the baby, many, many years ago, 
where that store once was, or where that store is, once was a shoe store in that spot. And a woman and her child were in this shoe store, a little child. The child wandered off. They couldn't find the child. They even went, you know, on a whole search. And the city was notified, and cops were looking for, I, I think they had said two days, before they ended up finding the baby. The baby had crawled under a shoe rack and suffocated. Oh. So the baby died in the mall um, from suffocation. Uh, a fairly young kid, and I actually looked it up. I remember looking it up. Now, this is before, like, Google. I think Google was, like, just starting it. I don't even think it was I went to the library, and I looked it up in the city library because I told my mom about it, and my mom said, you know what? I remember this. She goes, I remember this happening. So she said, it, it did. So I went to the library, and I found it, and so it was a legit story. Wow. Now, the guy on the bike, I never found that story. I didn't. I never went to look, but um, the guy on the bike was supposedly, he had actually been driving on E Street and got hit by one of the city buses, and he died from being hit by the bus, and he would drive through just that area, area 18 to 20, 18 to 20, and that was it, and they would see, they said, the one guy, he's like, oh, I've seen him several times. And I was telling them all about how I was on the phone with the other girl and how I got up. And so then she came and walked up to us and then we were discussing that. And she said, I never, she was, the fear in Leanne's voice was so genuine and just like something had just scared the living daylights out of her. And so, yeah, so those are my, my three from Inland Center. And wow. everyone says, and I don't, I don't know if this is true, but it's built on Indian burial ground. So the Orange Show, which is on Orange Show Road in San Bernardino, and Inland Center Mall, which is across the street from it, they were all built on Indian burial ground. Wow. So I actually have other friends who have worked at the mall and told me stories of their own that were completely different than mine. And I think that I'm very intuitive with my feelings and my thoughts and I'm very open to that stuff. Like I believe that there's spirits and I believe that sometimes you, you don't immediately go to your afterlife. Or, I do think that there are presents, not necessarily evil, but that there are presents and that you do see them sometimes. And so I think because of that, I'm more apt to see things, I guess. And so, yeah. But then I'll tell you what I was, um, I had my son, and he was about a year and a half, and I was pregnant with my daughter. My husband, myself, and our little one, would go to the Queen Mary quite often, and we stayed with another, a, a few couples of ours. We all had kids the same age as my son. We would sleep over. We stayed multiple times where I had no, I didn't have any encounters. We, I think we stayed four times total, and then I didn't want to go back after that. And there was never anyone there because it was always dead. Like nobody was there. It was super quiet. But it was relaxing. We'd go down there and stay and wander around and go to the zoo and things like that. And the, the water um, aquarium. Well, one of these times that I was there, my husband says, can you go down and get me a drink from the vending machine? And he wanted ice. Ice and the vending machine. So I said, you know, sure. 
So I leave our room and I make a left and I only go maybe four or five rooms and then I turn to my right. But then that's a long corridor. So I'm walking down the corridor. I'm a little ways into it. All of a sudden, from behind me, I feel like breath, like on my, on, uh, on the right side of my body, on like my neck and shoulder area, I can feel like a presence. I feel, um, uncomfortable, scared, uh, afraid to turn around. I was afraid to turn around. I, I didn't, I shut my eyes immediately because I just, my whole body had this, um, I don't even know how to say it. It was uncomfortable. It was very uncomfortable. It felt like I was being touched by something and it was not a person, right? It, it, like I'm trying try to cry because it was so scary. And all of a sudden, you know, mind you, this is summertime. It's warm. It's whatever. All of a sudden, it gets ice cold. To where what? I'm shivering, I'm afraid to turn around, I'm dead stopped in my foot, I, I, I stopped dead in my tracks, right? And I I open my eyes and I can see my breath. And it was, not, it was not like that, um, just one second before that. So, I just feel this presence behind me. The coldness was bone chilling, crazy bone chilling. And I screamed, I screamed so loud. I remember throwing the ice bucket on the floor. I screamed on the top of my lungs, like I was literally going to be killed. And I turned around, didn't even look anywhere, but I could just, I just felt, you know, uncomfortable. And I ran again, I thought I, I told you, it's a theme. My, my, my running is a theme because even though I'm not afraid, I'm afraid, you know, because it's something that's not natural. So I ran back to the room, all out of breath, big and pregnant, and I'm telling my husband, you know, what happened. And he's like, no, that's stupid. That didn't really happen. And I'm crying, like stage 10 crying. I can't, I can't get words out. I am shaking. And I said, it touched me. It touched me. And I kept saying, it touched me. And he was like, who touched you? Right? And I'm like, it touched me. Like, because <laughs> I felt it. I felt it touch touch me whatever Damn. it was i don't know if it was a person i i'm i'm guessing because of the, the ship being a warship and you know hundreds of people died on that ship and it is been you know people say it is haunted so you know i'm sure it was not a ghost but for it to go from me being and i wasn't scared at all I was just walking, minding my own business, blah, 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 like no big deal, right? And in a matter of one second, I felt like my whole life changed because the other encounters I had were never somebody touched me. Damn. Hey, Liam, by any chance, do you know the story behind the Queen Mary? I know some of it. I know that the Queen Mary is the, the Titanic sister ship. And I know that the Queen Mary, um, when World War II happened in 1941, 
or no, when not World War Two. Well, it could it's either World War Two or it's um uh Pearl Harbor, you know, stuff. I, I'm I'm drawing a blank at this moment, but I know for a fact they use it as a as a hospital ship. So it housed all of the medical people and and so yeah, during war times it was a hospital ship. And a lot of people, a lot of people died on that ship. Damn. So, yeah, I have so heard. Not only just that, there's like others that like somebody died in the, in the room by being crushed down below. And some, someone, they say somebody haunts the pool. You can't even go in the pool area. It's been closed for 20, 30 years or something ridiculous. Damn. But yeah, it, it was, I, and I remember I called from the, the hotel room and I called our friends and was telling them and they're very like into ghosts and they're into they go to New Orleans all the time and go to the cemeteries and like they're very into that kind of stuff like I mean I think it's pretty cool I would go there but it's not something I'm like yeah like I really really like you know this is my jam kind of thing no I skip I pass I'm good yeah that Hey, man. We're scary. Yeah, I ran away, ran away, ran away. Um, hey, they were giving me goosebumps. Mary was was horrifying. Like it, it scared me to my core. Yeah, I got goosebumps on some of your stories, especially the Inland Center, because I know I've been there and I've worked there and everything, and I'm like, damn. Mm -hmm. You never had any kind of encounters at that mall. Nah, because I always worked in the daytime. And they accept yeah, when I used to do. Time. Did you ever just get that like weird, creepy feeling, like uncomfortable? Nah, never. Thank God. Uh -uh. Well, well, I'm I don't good. Know if it's a good thing or a bad thing that I can feel or sense these things. I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't want to experience it either, though. Long Island medium, so if she's listening. I really want to come see you, and I want you to be my friend. <laughs> I like her. <laughs> but, but, well, she's probably not. But you never know. You never know. So, um, yeah, I know she. Everyone says like, you know, that mediums are are fake and whatever. I'm like, no, I don't think so. I said because I I think it's a a thing. Like people really. I mean, there are fakes. Oh yeah, there's definitely fakes, but. I think there are some people that really just have that natural ability to be a bridge from the crossover. I mean, when you die, it's like, where do you go? Or, so sometimes people are a bridge and they communicate. And so I said, I really want to go because I want to hear, like, stories. And, I don't know. So, yeah. yeah, I'm so that good. that is my Halloween Damn, you guys, especially you guys are in the SP, you guys gotta listen to the story. It's creepy, especially a mall that you know you've been through. Mm -hmm. Or if you're work well, around thing, that. Like, you know, when, you, when you're at that mall the next time and you're walking around and you're thinking, oh shit, oh shit. Yeah. And I remember right there where the children's playground is, there is a bottom floor somewhere hidden down there. I do remember the arcade area. I do remember the dark, it became a store, storage area for a while, and then they just closed it up. So there is something down there. And now there's like county buildings, uh, county offices 
in it. Now, I don't, I think the arcade area is actually still there. And I think all the offices are just surrounding the arcade, and the arcade's just closed up. Damn. So, and the, and the flooring, they put a flooring there, but, um, yeah, so underneath the playground is, and what people don't realize is, and I tell those people that, Behind every wall in, in, in a mall or department store is something hidden and exciting, right? We would have hair, we'd have hair salons and restaurants and tailor shops and, and all kinds of things behind the walls that we just didn't want anymore. And you would just put up a fake wall. Wow. People have no idea what's hidden behind these spaces. Damn, that's true. Right? Yup. Yeah. We used to see some cool stuff back in the day. Damn. Yeah. All right. You guys have a happy Halloween. Happy Halloween.